Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Thursday edition of the Outback Quarterback Podcast. I've got Matt here. I've got Chris here. Well, that sounds weird, doesn't it, calling you Matt and Chris? It's uh, it's mm. Hawley and Doss. The Zoom names <laughs> threw me. <laughs> We're just, just on Zoom. Just call, me, just call me QB1, mate. Yeah, QB. Oh, you're both QB one. That's right. I forgot about that. It's timeshare yeah. during the preseason, so I've got our QB ones here. Dos, how are you, mate? Dos, I'm well, thank you. That's no, good, Dos. Good to see you. You're mate. right. Yeah, you've turned off your camera and you took about ten seconds to reply. I'm getting worried. Oh, the internet connection is unstable. Ah, right. Yes, it was quite the lag. Um, Today, we've got a bit of a mix and match episode. We're going to go through some morale boosters. Start with really positive vibes early on. Just a couple of things that have boosted our morale or or maybe some fans around America or a player or a team. We'll run through a few of those. And then we're going to go through some game previews, just select ones. It's the preseason. As we said on Tuesday, we're only going to go through maybe four or five games um, in a little bit of depth as a preview. But never fear, when the games are done, you will get all the headlines and important stories from from us. So let's get stuck right into it. I'll kick us off with our first morale booster today, gents. Uh, And that is... It's a morale boost for the Pittsburgh Steelers fans because on the weekend, all three of their quarterbacks looked good. George Pickens took an amazing touchdown uh, catch. He looked incredible on his three receptions. All of a sudden, there's a little bit of optimism there, Hawley. You reckon the Steelers fans are feeling a bit up and about at the moment? Well, I, th- I think you're right. I don't think they expected to have expected to have three quarterbacks that could potentially start and start successfully this year, especially, I mean, Kenny almost probably looked the best out of all three. So uh, I think they'd be very excited about that. And especially George Pickens, like that guy, he seems like he's going to be an absolute star. And look, I am uh, heeding your warning. It was only week one of preseason, but look, we only have a small <laughs> sample size to get excited about. So while it's there, we're going to get excited. So but I, I, as, you, as you said, Kurt, like how exciting is the backup QB battle with all these different franchises <laughs> in week one? I get off on this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I know so much about guys like Ian Book. Uh, yeah. But uh, look, I think it actually has made... Kellen Mond. Kellen Mond, yeah, he's my boy. Well, sort of my boy, not really. Oh, God. But I think um, I think Mike Tomlin's got maybe a bit of a harder decision on his hands over the next couple of weeks and how to manage it. I think secretly he would have hoped that one of them bombed. Just take one of them out of contention, then he's only got to make a decision between two. But we'll see how they handle it. Let's be fair, Mason Rudolph is not going to be. It's either Trubisky or Pickett. Well, this is sort of my my point. I think he would have liked if Rudolph threw a couple of picks yeah. just to make the conversation a bit easier. But Steelers fans don't want Mason Rudolph. There we go. Doss, uh, your internet's back with us. We're dealing with a bit of a lag, but we'll push through. What's your first morale booster, Doss? Uh, well, my first morale booster of the year was seeing the Dallas Cowboys <laughs> in game one of their preseason rack up 17 penalties. <laughs> Mike McCarthy spoke about it at halftime and again at the end in his post-game press. He said it wasn't a concern. Penalties were the issue all last season for the Cowboys. They were the league leaders, 127 penalties. Hmm. People complained about Mike McCarthy and, and Dak Prescott in the playoff game against the 49ers. They lost to Murray Cooper. Questions around whether CeeDee Lamb is their number one receiver. You know, Gallup's still out. And you start off the season with 17 penalties in your first hit out. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious and a morale booster for me and everyone that doesn't like the Dallas Cowboys. So your morale booster comes off the Dallas Cowboys' misfortune. Correct. I'm up in a Perfect. So oh, the, great for DOS, terrible for any of our Dallas Cowboys fans listening. We apologise in advance, but I'm glad you're happy, Matt. Uh, Holly, what's your morale booster? My first one is actually Baker. 
I'm happy for him. He's found a home at Carolina. He's start, you know, he's in that competition for um, the starting quarterback with Sam Darnold. And I feel like he's he'll, he'll edge Darnold out and he'll become a starter again. And we've bagged Baker a lot this, you know, this offseason, this preseason. I mean, we even threw his little bubble head out the window and let the dog <laughs> chew it. So I'm glad Baker's found a little home at the moment and hopefully it does work out for him and we can we can bring the bubble head back to the table. I like that. Yeah, he's uh, he he deserves a little bit of luck, Baker, and he does. I, think, I think he's uh, hopefully he gets it. Fingers crossed for the big preseason week two game coming up. My uh, my second uh, morale booster is for anyone who is financially scrupulous. Now I say that in reference to our fantasy auction draft that's uh, been running for about two weeks now. We're about a third of the way through. It's an epic commitment, um, and Holy, you can probably attest to this. I didn't buy a player for the first forty auctions perhaps um i saved all of my thousand dollar salary cap while people were spending up to 31 percent on one player i thought i'm gonna i'm gonna use some discipline i'm gonna withhold as much as i want patrick mahomes i'm just gonna hold back and without getting ahead of myself would you say that i am now reaping the rewards and building a very good roster through my early patience oh mate absolutely i'm very if i if it's my first ever auction draft if i had my time again and i was gunning for a win this year or next year, then I would 100% follow follow your strategy. Um, I think you've done really well considering you've picked up, while you have this money in the bank, you've actually picked up some bargains along the way as well. So, I mean, quite... You know, dissimilar to uh, Morgan's Monroe, uh, Morgan's Monroe's. Is that what it Morgan's is? Morgan's Mongrels, Yeah, he spent three hundred and eleven dollars on Josh Allen. If you're listening, oh, Sammy. Mate, yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, mate, what are you doing? Stop ruining the auctions. <laughs> <laughs> How are you happy with your your team, Hawley? You. I am. Well, I'm. I'm looking at a 2025 victory. You got a very good young 20. squad. I've gone with a young squad. Yeah, I thought that's the best way for me. So it keeps it exciting for the next couple of years. Watch the boys develop. Did I see, Hawley, that you had Trey Lance and who was your other? Oh, Mac Trey Jones. Lance. Yeah, Trey Lance, Mac Jones, Drake London, Brees Hall. I picked up uh, Mooney from Chicago last night. Mooney was a good get. That. I think he'll be a wide receiver one when that conversation for um, a good four or five, six years now. So, um, yeah, I'm uh, very happy with my team. Very good. Morale boosted all round. Doss, give us your <laughs> second morale booster. Look, this is not a boost for me at all, but it's a boost for everyone, especially Hawley, because we're giving him some love today, <laughs> on everyone that doesn't like Aaron Rodgers and the Packers <laughs> out there. we got Aaron Rodgers. He's walking around the last day or two, moaning and groaning about his receivers, dropping too many passes, not reading the right routes, too many mistakes. You're Aaron Rodgers. The reason why Devontae Adams is no longer in Green Bay because of the uh, your previous off-season, you know, uncertainties and you know not showing up and wanting big bag of money, which you got, and then not wanting to commit further than two years. Uh, Devontae Adams obviously wanted to be there for a lot longer, so now you're stuck with what you have, and now you're complaining about it. Well, bad luck. So <laughs> it's your time to shine, Aaron Rodgers. And that's to lift these young receivers. You've got some veteran receivers. You've got Sammy Watkins there, Alan Lazard, who's no scrub. But I, I don't want to hear Aaron Rodgers anymore complaining about his receiving core. Okay, I, because I love Doss, you your morale boosters 
uh, morale boosters for a select portion of the community or population, but a, an absolute go at anybody who's the target of it. Like somebody has to suffer in your mind for morale to be boosted. Yeah, yeah. it's not a positive. Little... <laughs> but I love it. But at the same time, it's very good. It. Yeah, so all the all the all the Tom Brady fanboys and like Morley and all the. They're all Everyone happy. that hates on the Green Bay Packers, which is most of the NFC and the NFC North fans, especially, are happy to see this because it's it's um uh, it's a chink in the armor of what is the might of the Green Bay Packers, and I'm concerned. All right, good one, Doss. Well articulated. Good, Doss. Now, Hawley, take us home with the last morale booster, and let's be honest, I made up this segment purely to get to this <laughs> news today. So lay it on us, lay it on the fans. What have you got for us? All right, fellas. The last one is I finally made it. It's the big 200 this week. Uh, I don't know how I've done it, but it feels like I've been on 199 for eight weeks and just continually injure myself. But it's confirmed. I'm lining up Saturday, so uh, it'd be nice if Kurt could. It'd be nice if Kurt could commentate it. That'd be quite exciting. But um, I think you've got another game, don't you? Yeah. Well, look. We, we tried a few weeks ago and had it all lined up and then the unfortunate uh, calf reared its head. But um, look, it's, uh, it's a huge achievement, mate. We're all very proud of you. We're very happy that it's finally happened for you. Like you said, 199 feels like it's been going on for weeks and weeks. You had COVID, you had the, uh, the calf, the hammy. So three big setbacks. And I'm sure there is a little moment there where you thought, is this actually going to happen this year? But um, a couple of things for those who, who don't know much about Hawley's career, and we won't embarrass him for too long, but um, is, was it 2008 league debut, Hawley? Uh, 2008, yep. Yeah, so um, young, a young man playing his first league game of footy. Um, got, that was for the Woodville West Torrens Eagles. Got drafted to Frio, was there for a couple of years. Came back, played in a premiership for the Eagles. And the last couple of years, he's played for the Crows Reserves. And they're a real chance this year, Hawley. Not to jinx anything, but you're going, going all right. No, well, if we win, if we win on Saturday uh, and North lose, who are currently top, then we'll um, we'll finish top spot. So yeah, we're uh, we're a huge chance at a good finals run this vital, year. Vital for you needing that. Vital for you needing that week off too, Chris. <laughs> uh, you're probably, yeah. you're how many, probably right. How, how many how many how many quarter zones to games ratio, especially in the last three seasons, are we operating with? <laughs> no, not not many quarter zones in the last three seasons, but early on they uh, they definitely helped. <laughs> To explain the significance of 200 games as well, it's life membership of the Sandful, which is which is a massive yep. achievement, um, and you know only a select group get there. And um, there are a lot of people who have fallen just short, and a lot of people who you know try and even play one league game and never get there. So massive, massive weekend for Hawley and for his family. Um, and Doss, I just wanted to throw to you quickly because you've been mates with Hawley for longer than I have. You've been mates since high school, and you were there for his first game and. Premiership and and all the ups and downs in between. So, um, you got a nice word or two to say about Hawley, or are you going to take this opportunity to bag him? <laughs> uh, well, I, I was lucky enough to play with him, you know, through year nine, year ten, and then first eighteen in football as well. He's much better operator than me on the field. Very much a smooth left left and right foot. Uh, didn't miss too many targets. Well, I remember a game out at Ross Trevor. Hawley, how did you go that day when we, uh, we needed to win? <laughs> And uh, was it one goal, five and one out on the full? Oh, boy. Yeah, there were, uh, there were a few. It was windy day, I think, Doss. Tough conditions. Perfect sunny, 21 degrees, but all right. But well, no, no one else is having shots on game, goals. So I, 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 think, I think because we won that game, it probably glossed over your performance a bit that day, but um, <laughs> that's okay. The other uh, I was watching you in the uh, state under-18s when uh, the games used to be on 
Oh, well, it's still our journey. And Fox Hill in the school holidays, and we watched. This was a year after we we graduated. Holly, I think you were playing the New South Wales ACT team. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, I think I think you racked up five frees four, all holding the balls, all by simply grabbing one arm of your opposing player. Oh yeah, and that was you, and not actually pinning the tackle, simply by grabbing one arm. And uh, that then became a popular technique that is now used throughout the AFL. So you could have been a bit of a, uh, of a groundbreaker with that. Well, well mate, I'm, I'm, not the big, I'm not the biggest, not the biggest, strongest guy. So you got to be smart about how you tackle. So I figured I worked that out when I was 17, didn't I? Uh, yeah, well, the, the, yeah the, maybe. It tells you well because you don't, I reckon your career tackles is, well, what, over 200 games? What, what do you reckon? 100 tackles? <laughs> Uh, yeah, you know what? I was looking at my tackle count this year. The other day was Louis Shad. We went through his tackle count and mine, and over the I'd played eight games and I'd had eight tackles, so which I thought was quite a good return yeah. for myself. Mm. Yeah, tick the box in the first quarter and put the cue in the rack for the rest of the day. <laughs> All right, Doss, exactly. um, wrap yeah. it up with a, with a very quick well wish. Um, we've been self-indulgent enough, but it is an important milestone for Hawley and for all of us. But um, send him off with some of your best regards, Doss, and we'll we'll move on to our game previews. No, it has been a great career. I, you know, you, you turned down offers to go and play out in the country and you stayed loyal to Eagles and you, you've been loyal to, to the Crows for the years. You're trying to obviously maintain and keep your body as healthy as possible and on the park and you've grinded through some games where you probably probably shouldn't have played, but you did anyway. Great loyalty, great heart. Well done on a fantastic 200-game career. Thank you, Doss, and thanks, Curtis. Pleasure, mate. All right, thank you, everyone, uh, for for indulging us. Uh, it's important. We needed to say it. We needed to celebrate it because we've had some rough weeks. So, <laughs> look, uh, good luck on the weekend, Hawley. As far as the rest of this episode, we're going to go through some of our game previews. We've got four or five that we're running through, just ones that have interested us uh, for the week ahead, for week two of the preseason. Um, as far as fixtures, I'll run through that very quickly. It's Seahawks and Bears, Pats and Panthers, Packers and Saints. Doss is nervous about that one. He'll be up 9.30 watching that on Saturday morning. Mm. Yeah, Jordan Love. Uh-huh. Rams play the Texans. Nug will be all over that. Bills and Broncos. Bills probably won't play another starter again. Colts and Lions. Chiefs and Commanders. Can the Chiefs get any sort of form going in their running room? And will we see more of their wide receivers? Dolphins and Raiders. Maybe Tua makes his first appearance. Jags and Steelers. The quarterback battle continues there. Vikings and 49ers, Titans and Bucks. Still no Tom Brady. He won't come back until he's, uh, yeah, can be bothered. Uh, Chargers and Cowboys, Browns and Eagles. Man, there's a lot of games. Giants, Bengals, Cardinals, Ravens, and Jets and Falcons, which is a Tuesday morning game. All right, we'll be back with our game previews. All right, I've got the first game, Bears and Seahawks. Um, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My boy Fields. Rough start. Montgomery. Rough start. You never Hopefully, know. Hopefully, yeah, go on. Sorry. Well, they're, they're two of the names I wrote down. Uh, Fields, look, the, the Bears. Only, the only names you can write down. <laughs> there is one more. The, the Bears, they need something from their O-line. They need us because they were ordinary again last week. That was a problem all year last year. I think Bears fans would be starting to get nervous this week if they didn't see a bit of protection for Fields. So that's, mm. that's one thing uh, we need to watch. Um Darnell Mooney is the other intriguing part. He's their wide receiver one, and he's not yeah. a world beater. He's a, he's a solid wide receiver solid. with potential. Yeah, he's at the he's their only receiver. At How the moment, old is he? he? 24. He's only young. So he, he's young. The problem is, though, Byron Pingle 
Pringle, Vellis Jones, Cole Komet, the tight end, all questionable for this week, and Nikhil Harry, who they got from the Patriots, out for six He's weeks out, with yeah. his ankle sprain. So they've got equanimity Jeez, imagine, imagine having a few guys out for week two of the preseason. Bugger. <laughs> yeah, but they're all injured. Are all these guys going to play? be available week one, though? I'm not sure. And this is a team that needed to get some chemistry going early because that's an ordinary-looking group. So um, we'll also see Montgomery versus Herbert. I think Herbert had seven carries last week for, for 20 yards. Montgomery didn't have anything. So, um, yeah, we'll follow that little storyline. For the Seahawks, well, we spoke about Locke versus Smith. Locke took the early points. Smith needs to counter. Otherwise, Locke has a lock on this spot, and he'll start week you like that? You like that, didn't you? Yeah. So that's that's Bears and Seahawks. Then we go into the Saturday games. We've got Saints and Packers. Your Packers, Matt Maidman. Well, well, I would like to see Christian Watson this week for a couple of series. Yes, that'd be good. Uh, something something to see there. A bit more of Romeo Dubs would be nice, and I'd like are, to see. Are you excited about Dubs now? Because a couple of weeks ago you were a bit meh on him, but now you've seen him in action. He could offer a little bit. He yeah. could offer a little bit. Uh, Rogers will make him look good. Yes. So uh, Jordan Love needs to be better this week against the Saints. So how does it play out? Because Etling was better than Love last week, but Love will probably take most Love of the games. Love will start again. Yeah. And he will have he, – he had the whole first half last week. I would – depending on how things go, he'll play most of this game, if not nearly all of it, I would say. So what happens with Love? Say he has another poor game. Rogers, does Rogers play any of week three or four? Uh, he won't play does he this play week. Half? I reckon uh, – I think Rogers will play – well, week three, so the final so preseason week, game, week. he'll probably have. So if Love has a poor game, he's effectively waiting a whole year again to, well, to yeah. play. And, you well, yeah. Well, he was always going to be waiting a whole year. But I'm talking if he doesn't have a doesn't play well, then what do they do with him? Yeah, he's got no other chance to show. He can't. Yeah. He can't. It's improve. a big game for him. He can't improve throughout the year because he's not going to get the chance yeah, to actually cool. play. He better have a good game oh, than yeah. this Matt weekend. Matt wants to cut him. He's so yeah, down he's on Jordan Love. I am. I'm down on him. Now, uh, from the New Orleans side of things, well, I'm hoping Jameis Winston, uh, we might see him, or they, they may keep him in cotton wool. Uh, he's got that foot injury. Yeah. Um, so I'd like to see him uh, at least come on for the first quarter, at least for a couple of series, but we'll wait and see. In all likelihood, we've got I, the I think in all and Andy Dalton again. <laughs> in all likelihood, <laughs> you've got Andy Dalton and Ian Book. Dalton looked all right last he week, did though, look to be fair. So I think he'll probably get most of the work this week. Uh, against the, my Packers. I'd like to see more of Chris Alave. He just had the one reception for about four yards or something on the weekend. And I am eagerly awaiting the return of Michael Thomas, who I've been we all, very yes. bullish on all preseason, all offseason. So I would love to see him come back. I think it might be week three, though. I, th- I suspect you're right there. Doss, Saints and Packers, interesting little matchup. Uh, the Panthers play the Patriots, your Patriots, Chris Hall. With my boy. Does my boy light it up again, Curtis? Well, I mean, he lighted light up with his up. two targets. <laughs> um, well, look, he's an intriguing line to watch. Him and Christian Wilkerson, I'll be watching with interest. Thank you. Um, and then does Mac play quarter? He gets it. He gets the sniff. So yeah. does Taekwon play with Mac? Because that's all I'm worried about. Whether whether Taekwon's seen as a starter. Um, he'd be close. Yes. Let's just go with yes. For Myers now. and Bourne will come in and play. Correct. He might be that third. It could be. Yeah. I hope so. I reckon he's a starter. Maybe. Mm. Yeah. Oh, Mac will have. First half this week, I think. The whole half. Oh well, depending on how the fair, how fair, it goes, fair. depending on how many drives they get. But fair enough. But I think the big battle of this game is obviously the QB battle in continues Carolina. Continues to be continues. Yeah. yeah Who I do think. you think's the leader at the moment? Baker. Yeah, I've got Baker so. as my leader. Darnold. 
I mean, I don't think they bring Baker over unless they think he's going to be their number one. Yeah. That's my personal opinion. Like, why would you? Yeah, that's just what I think. But, yeah, I think at the moment if, if Baker shows that he's a decent quarterback still, which I think he is, he plays well, then I think he starts. Coach Rule was giving very little away with uh, the Baker and Sam Darnold situation. Matt Rule. Yeah. Yeah. He um he's a funny one in press conferences, Rule. He sort of talks mm. a lot without saying anything. A lot of spin. Yeah, a lot of spin. Like it, I think he thinks he's a bit more articulate than he is. <laughs> <laughs> a bit like me. Yeah. <laughs> we have got the Lions and the Colts. You Lions, you like the Lions this year. What are we seeing <laughs> under like Dan Campbell? What do we get this week? Uh, expect more of the Detroit starters this weekend. Uh, the offense only had one series against the Falcons, uh, but Goff's got a lot to prove uh, behind an O-line that was injured for most of last year, as I mentioned. Uh, expect Coach Campbell to give them closer to a half this weekend. Armon Ross St. Brown looked sharp Ooh, yeah, uh, against the does. Falcons, as did DeAndre Swift running the ball, which is very good signs for Detroit. And I think we'll get uh, maybe a couple more than just a series out of Aiden Hutchinson this weekend, hopefully. Uh, in terms of the Colts... Underwhelming last start against the Bills, you know, just in, and Matt Ryan, you know, had and most of their starting offense apart from Jonathan Taylor played four series into the second quarter of that game. Mm. So and they they scored three points yeah, in four series, and that wasn't ideal. That's so not good, Matt, for a for a team. No, for a team that's uh, <laughs> looking at uh, wanting to win that division, uh, they'll need to be much more dynamic this weekend amongst that whole wide receiver core. Uh, I don't think we're going to see JT Jonathan Taylor this weekend either. All right, Bengals at Giants. Now, Joey B, still unlikely appendicitis. Um, he just started doing some drills this week, some seven-on-seven seven stuff, so slowly coming back. Looked good too in his seven-on-seven seven drill. Always looks good, Joey. Always looks good. They conceded 36 points against the Arizona backups last week, um, but I think the Bengals were the team that played the worst lineup out of every team in the NFL. They had almost no starters. Pretty much Evan McPherson, their kicker, was their only only guy <laughs> of any note that played. Um as you mentioned, Hawley, the offensive line for the Bengals is in focus. Last week, they only played one of their starters. That was Jackson Carmen, and he got smashed. A lot depends on the recruits of Lyle Collins, Alex Kappa, Ted Carras, and we should start to see them this week. If that O-line isn't improved, I think their chances of um, getting to a Super Bowl again this year are, are pretty slim because I think that was an aberration last year to be able to overcome an O-line that's that bad and still get there. Yeah, so, a fair point. Um, interesting to see how they go together. With the Giants, um, I know you said Daniel Jones looked all right last week. I wasn't quite as convinced. I thought Tyrod probably looked better. Um, and, yeah, Jones, he would want to put together a tidy performance, I think, and start producing a couple of things. Dayball might get a little shaky, and we might see a bit of Saquon too. Four rushes last week. Let's see him continue his, um, well, apparently miraculous return to being the best player on earth, according to Chris <laughs> Hall. So we'll see Do we see Kayvon Thibodeau this week? Sorry? Do we see Cave on Thibodeau? I think we will. I think it's about weekend. time to unleash the beast. All right, fellas. That was the Thursday episode. We had a bit of a mix and match. We had the Zoom at the start, the, you know, the, the festival of Chris Hall, we'll call that segment. Um, <laughs> we had our game previews. We, look, we're, we're an adaptable uh, podcast. We take on feedback from our fans and, and we had strong conversations at the planning table during the week about how many games we can feasibly and interestingly preview. So we cut it down to the five. I think that worked a bit better. Boys, what do you reckon? Yep, happy with it. It's a uh, yeah, perfect. I think it's a good number. 
Because really, I want to still do all my stupid segments with, um, you know, little jingles and songs and things and that I've made up. Well, that's that's the, that's the fun stuff. I don't think anyone cares about the preview for Jacksonville versus Atlanta, do they? So <laughs> we, we want we want more of Kurt's corner. Oh, certainly not. Cool. Certainly not in the preseason. No, that's right. That's right. Just an extra. I mean, if player. Trevor Lawrence comes out and have and has five touchdowns this year, yeah, we'll talk about it. Exactly, and that's that's a great point you make, Dos. We will talk about it. All the interesting things that happen over the week, we'll touch on it in the following episode. But you know, I don't need to tell you why I'm interested to watch the sixth string wide receiver for the Jags. Um, I find that interesting, but not everybody. <laughs> but does. you are interested in it. <laughs> I am interested in it. That's <laughs> true. Uh, look, Holy, good luck on the weekend. Um, hope it all goes well. Sorry, I, I can't be there to commentate. I'll do my best on my uh, bung knee to try and get Adelaide over if I can. I was going to say, what's, what's happening with your knee? Yeah, I couldn't go an episode without mentioning it, could I? <laughs> um, I'm just about to head to a, a follow-up appointment just to make sure it's all good. But uh, yeah, still still swollen, still sore, but slowly getting there, moving around the house a bit better. So, you, so you're still getting weighted on hand and foot by your lovely wife? Yes, absolutely I am. She looks after. She looks after. I'm a, you, I'm a very I'm lucky man. I'm a very lucky man. A, a less sympathetic woman would tell me just to get on with it. All right. I know how demanding you are as well. Be hard work. Um, very high maintenance, Doss. You know that from oh. 12 years of friendship. All right. Jesus. Thanks for listening, everybody. Good luck, Hawley. Have a great weekend, Doss. Will you be heading to Adelaide Oval to, to have a look, Doss? Hawley's game. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm still, still in the uh, process of procuring a ticket. So uh, it being a showdown after it, they are uh, hard to come by. All right, good luck with that. Hopefully you find someone with connections who can get you a ticket, Doss. Uh, have a great weekend all, and we'll see you next week. See you, fellas. Oh, my goodness. The Bears' season's going to end on a double doink. Hey, I'm just here so I won't get fired. Hey, somebody has run out on the field. Some goofball in a hat. He's bare-chested and banging his chest. He runs to the 50. He runs to the 40. The guy is drunk, but there he goes. Like if you've been working on for for like four days and that's all you get and the going gets tough, if it's that tough, just quit. As he shoots the moon to the fans here in Green Bay. That is a disgusting act by Randy Moss. Why do you even ponder passing? I mean, you can take a knee and try a 56-yard field goal. This is not Detroit, man. This is the Super Bowl. Hey, you better make more with your time. You only got three more minutes. It's a positive week. I'm pretty certain I don't have deep vein thrombosis from my <laughs> plane flight after my surgery. So we're, we're kicking goals. I think we're good, fellas. From right, the one-hour well, plane flight. Hey, man, they made, Hardly me, they made me take thinners. Okay. Right? They made me take thinners. Yeah. Did you get let on the plane first? On uh... I did indeed. Yes. <laughs> Is that because <laughs> yeah. you told them your Curtis DeBoy number eleven umpire yeah, in the AFL? No. Just rolled in with the crutches and yeah. he had, no. Is that did you have your Outback quarterback T-shirt? No, on? I did. That'd be why. <laughs> that would have been the right. first class. That would have been first class. I wore that on the way there, but I wore it for like the first three days of my trip. So I was a bit woofy <laughs> after a while. I stopped wearing it. Seat one A, one D. Disappointed in that. One D. Yeah, that's not bad. Up the front of the plane, mate. Well, that's well equivalent done. to one D, essentially. One A. Yeah. Anyway, cool. <laughs> All right. Were we recording for that last five minutes? <laughs> I'm not sure. <laughs> <laughs>